So coming all the way from Spain today, uh, we have Jackie Camos Vivo, uh, who I am excited to have on. A very inspirational story. Welcome, Jackie. Hello, and thank you very much. You're most welcome. So, Jackie, a lot of people uh, you know, may not have heard of you just yet, um, and I think they're going to be very glad that they get to hear about you. Uh, but tell us a little bit about your story and, and your endurance life. Um, okay. Well, um, really, I've always, always, always wanted to do – I wanted to do a marathon from when I was very little, and then I've always wanted to do – or I thought I wanted to do an Ironman triathlon – I never knew where to start or anything. Well, so the years went by. Uh, I got married. I had three children, and I finally decided that it was time to get started on my journey. So um, I changed my eating habits. I took up running, and after all that, here I am. I I lost the weight. I started training, and um, I completed both marathons and Ironmans. That's incredible. So, so I mean, that that's a big turnaround. I mean, look, I've got four kids, uh, and you know, I, my wife is has been losing weight and is starting to get really fit. And you know, you you really sort of gain an appreciation for just how challenging it is to not only like start that journey to follow it the whole way through, but also then with kids in the mix. That that's a unique challenge. Tell me, like, how is it that you managed to to just do it all? Because it's quite impressive. Uh, well, um, I'm impressed too, and I still don't know how I manage, but it's like, I think when you want something and you get organized, you have time for everything. It's just, um, I think it's a matter of priorities with everything in life. If you want something, you'll find a way to do it. And if not, you just don't because you don't put it as a priority. I think it all boils down to that really. Mm, I like that. I like that. It's. Um, I, I remember seeing a quote once that you know you can you can have almost anything you want, but you can't have everything that you want. So you do have to make choices because you only have so much time. But then you know, like even in our household, we've pretty much stopped watching TV almost altogether. We've pretty much stopped watching telly. And yeah. the interesting thing about that is that television was really adding very little or no value at all. Uh, and if anything, it was actually stopping us from being able to fill that time with other things, whether it be family time or study or, or whatever else. And so it really does come down to like the priorities, as you said, that if you do want something, find a slot for it in your life, you know, move something, do shift things around until, until you can make it fit. Exactly. I always say, if you don't like something just change it you're not a tree you're not stuck you know do something and try your best and keep trying if you stop trying for sure you're not going to change it i like it i like it <laughs> and before the marathons before all these things um, that you start doing i mean like completing an ironman is and marathons is is just completely awesome um and and you're in a small percentile of people in the world that'll actually ever do that um, but you know, were, were you into fitness before that, before the kids, before all those things, or is this just like a cold start? Um, no, when I was younger, I was doing gymnastics, but I already started when I was 14. So that was late in life because I never liked anything. And then obviously I stopped at 21. I went to the U S as an au pair for two and a half years. And then after having my second child, so that was in 2005, I decided to try running because I found out um, through internet a group that said, you know, a program called Couch to 5K. And oh, it said yes. that in nine, yeah, in nine weeks you could go from the couch to 5K. And I did the program to prove that that was impossible. 
Mm -hmm. And I had to swallow my pride and my words because in six weeks <laughs> I was running 30 minutes straight when I had never, ever run in my life. Yeah, that's a crazy program. I, I love that that's been designed because my wife's a huge fan of that. Like if, if my wife, you know, might have a kid, have some time off from um, have some time off from exercising or whatever that might be whilst she's gone through the pregnancy and then all of a sudden if she wants to get fit again, she just whips out that catch to 5K and she, every, every time she says, I just, as I'm about to not want to keep running, it says start walking. Um, so it does sound like very well designed app. It is oh, like wonderful. It. I've done it three times. Mm. And then I think that they actually you can take that onto a catch. To, I think it goes on then to a 10K and you can then take it onto a half marathon and, and longer and longer if you want. And it keeps just building you up steadily. Yes, I've, I've seen it, but I only did the couch to 5K and from then I just took it on my own. But it is yeah. it does exist. Yeah, that's cool. So what benefits has um, being an endurance athlete or, you know, doing these activities, what, what's it brought into your life? Well, it's brought a lot more energy, a lot more happiness, and I'm a lot more fun to be around. I have, um, I'm willing to do a lot more. I'm always um, ready for action to do anything. It's funny how doing so much exercise, uh, instead of get, making you tired, gives you a lot more energy. So mm -hmm. that and a lot of motivation to do everything and to believe that anything is possible. Yeah, right. And so, I mean, I guess your family, you say you've got three kids. Um, how, how old are this, is the span of kids? Um, well, Paula just turned six, 16 the other day. Then I've got a 13-year-old boy and a 10-year-old boy. Okay, so that's very active ages. And mm -hmm. so what was it like for them seeing this change in you? Like you've you've gone from, I guess, not being active to a point where now you are able to do these more things. You've got all this energy. They must have really noticed a shift in you. Uh, they have. And they always say how proud they are of me. And really what I think that I'm setting an example for them. But like my youngest always says, Mommy, you're iron. And that just... <laughs> I mean, it makes my heart so happy, but um, they see that now I can do a lot more, that I'm ready to go to the park and play with them and do all that. Whereas before, with all the weight gain and everything, I was so tired and I was slacking all the time. Mm, mm, you know, I, I know that that misery. I, uh, we, my wife and I were only just talking about it last night, but you sometimes can forget um, what it was like. I mean, 15 kilos ago for both of us, we really were couch potatoes and we really didn't want to go out and do much. And I can only mainly speak for myself, but um, I was tired all the time. And, you know, just working was probably zapping all my energy, let alone coming home and doing anything with anyone else. So um, we we still have a ways to go. But, geez, I tell you what, I, I would never go back. I'd never want to go back. I don't know about you, but... Uh, no, no, I me. always say if, uh, I mean, I can't go back because if I go back, that's the end of me. I did, I changed my eating habits um, four years ago, will be in May, and there's no way I'm going back there. I mean, I can't, I was miserable, I was so unhappy, and now everything is like so, life is so wonderful now. I'm not going back there. I mean, there's no, no, it's no longer an option. Mm, I like it. I like it. That's great resolve. So, you know, do you have a uh, favorite endurance uh, memory, like, you know, an event that you did or a, a time? And, and if so, why is that your favorite? Well, my favorite um, memory was finishing my very first Ironman, which was Ironman Barcelona in October of 2017, uh, because it was my dream and I fulfilled it. I thought it would be the end of... Um, 
my journey, but I didn't know it was just the beginning of a new stage in my life. And I don't know, it was like, oh my goodness, did I really do that? Did I really, did that happen? Sometimes I still mm. even wonder if it was true. And that was like, oh my goodness, if I can do this, I can just about do anything I want. Mm, mm, that seems to be a common theme. So you you you're heading you're getting ready for this um, Ironman. Uh, you've obviously been training pretty hard, I'm guessing, for for it, leading mm -hmm. up to it. And, yeah. and so tell me then, do you did you like get to the day? Tell me about like leading up, like the days before. Were you just like super nervous? Was there doubt in your mind whether or not you trained enough, or, or where was your head at prior to the race? Uh, to be honest, I sometimes think I'm not conscious about the things I do because if not, I would not do them. Um, I'm always a volunteer at Ironman Barcelona and Ironman 70.3 Barcelona. So the previous days I volunteered like every single year, even like the day before. And uh, on the day when I woke up, when the alarm clock went off and I'm like, wait, what day is it? What's going on today? What's happening? So imagine. I got to the uh, transition area like 15 minutes before uh, I had to get in the water. So I think I was like, I kept calm. I didn't know what would happen, but I believed in, you know, you just have to keep going until you see the finish line. And that's the way I took it. I'm not competitive. The objective was, or the goal was just to finish. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I enjoyed every single moment of it. I finished and I could have kept going on. I didn't want it wow. to be over, so it was it was great. That's incredible. Okay, that's mm -hmm. awesome. That's awesome. That's probably not always the feedback that um, nope. that people give from their Ironman. So that's very interesting. And so I guess being uh, a volunteer, you're really around it, seeing that people are doing it, seeing that you know people of all shapes and sizes, walks of life, um, are, are completing. Do, tell me this. Like I'm guessing it's probably the same everywhere, but that that nighttime finishing shoot uh, for Ironman seems to be like one of the most amazing things. Seeing all the different people trying to come in before that 17 hour finish line is that a real buzz at, at night when even when you're volunteering uh it's amazing uh at least at iron i volunteered now at 70.3 ironman vichy in france before i did the ironman the day after and as i said i always volunteer in barcelona and i'm always at finish line by chance and we make mm -hmm. a corridor for the last runners and i mean we're all crying all the volunteers because we know and i know now how much of an effort it is to make it to that finish line. The people that come in last, not necessarily are the oldest, but they usually are people that are like, they don't have the shape of what we think of as an athlete when you mm -hmm. think of an, like an Olympic athlete, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, I always cry because I think it's so amazing what they're doing. And it really, really is. I mean, I think I'm happier than they are really that's cool. That's cool. And that's an interesting thing, isn't it? So whilst the body may not necessarily yet look like a uh, like like an Olympian athlete, their mindset certainly has um, been whipped into shape or is in such a good shape that they are actually able to con to compete and complete the event because fair enough to enter. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of reasons why people may not be able to finish, but uh, it is very uh, remarkable for anyone to finish an Ironman, let alone someone who perhaps looks in the mirror and also sees that they aren't the Olympian. Uh, I always find that to be very inspiring. So I can see why there'd be tears in your eyes. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, it's like um, really um, over here in Spain, it doesn't happen overseas as much. 
but people here come to compete and they don't understand that a person who could be like 10, 15, 20 or 30 kilos heavier, they think they don't have the right to compete. That's the general feeling here mm, mm. that, you know, it's stupid that they try this. I said, why not? Some people, it's like a challenge for them to finish it. And if your mind goes the distance and you make it to the finish line before the cutoff time, why not? And people don't understand. And that really makes me sad because they don't appreciate what they're doing. And for that person, it might be like the biggest, you know, thing they'll ever do in their lives. And I think I value it so much. And it just makes me sad that people like they they don't appreciate the, the effort that they're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think credit where credit's due. If, if someone's able to um, rock up and do it, I, there's this quote, and it's too long for me to ever remember, but it basically um, talks about how it's not about the – um, the man in the arena or the person who stumbles when they're trying, um, you know, it's not about the critic who who basically um, picks on that person for not doing it right or stumbling or whatever. It's, you know, it does come down to you and in, in the person that's in the event and you completing it yourself. And there's always going to be haters. I, I think that's, or people that don't understand or people that have opinions, but uh, I, I'm a firm believer that it is inspirational for someone to be able to go and tackle something. And imagine if you had to wait until you looked like, you know, a Greek god before you could race or an Olympian before you could race. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, you know. No, we wouldn't do anything in life. I was telling the kids the other day because both my boys are competing on Sunday. They do gymnastics. Um, mm-hmm. And the youngest was saying, Mom, I'm afraid of falling or, you know, making a mistake and people laughing at me. And I said, listen, the other people's opinion of you are their problem. You don't have a problem. If you fall, you don't want to fall. You stand up and you keep going. And mm. others' opinion are their problems. They're not our problems. But it is so sad that they think they've got the right to give an opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, opinions are free, aren't they? That's, mm-hmm. that's certainly oh, yeah. part of it. So easy. So- Yes, yes. So you, we talked a little bit about like the mindset just then, but like from your perspective, um, what do you think makes up a successful mindset? A successful mindset. Um, well, I think um, it's the fact of keep uh, wanting something so bad that no matter what happens will make you want to keep going and go after your dreams. You have to have I think something to focus on, something that motivates you enough to keep going. Because if not, you're not going to put the work into it and then you're not going to succeed. You have to want to succeed in order to succeed, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so having purpose uh, and then yeah. the drive to follow that. Anything else that mm-hmm. you think, you know, for you? Uh, well, um, always uh, looking at the bright side of things because there's always a bright side. And instead of focusing on the negative, focusing on all the all the positive stuff rather than focusing on how much you have to go how far you have come or yeah instead of saying oh i have 30 miles to go say well i've already done 12 for example Mm -hmm. and just always thinking positive because well we only have one chance at life uh, in the long run so why not yeah yeah i like it i like it so (laughs) Keeping positive, having a purpose, uh, and want it so badly that it'll help push you forward even in the in the harder times. Exactly. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And and do you have any um, endurance goals for 2019? Like you said, I said this is just the beginning for you, having completed that Ironman. What what's 2019 looking like for you? Well, I have a 70.3 coming up on May 19th, um, and that is, is part of uh, training for an Ironman that I will be doing on July 14th. 
Wow. Okay, that's cool. So a couple of couple of good events coming up. And is is this the first Ironman since that that Ironman of joy? No. no, that will be. This will be my fourth Ironman. Actually, within eleven months, I completed three Ironmans. I mean, who would have thought that you know Chubby Jackie would <laughs> be Chubby able to do Jackie. this? Well, oh, I call no. myself because it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And so, so I did. So that's pretty impressive. That's three. And so, what happened? You just finished the first one. And thought I'm signing up for another one. I've I've got the bars. I've got the the the, uh, the bug. I think uh, I'm addicted. I always say it's. I thought really that once I had done the Ironman, which was like my dream, I thought that would be it. But little did I know that that was the start of something new, a new life, a new. And um, as I said, I'm not competitive. I'll never make it to the podium, but there's something that just calls me and I just love it. So after that, I signed up for a 70.3, but it turned out that in the end I changed to the long distance. And seven weeks after that one, I did another full Ironman and mm-hmm. here we are. Goodness gracious. And and it's interesting you say about the calling thing, because I guess what was it that got you down to be volunteering at these events prior to actually participating? Well, um, I've always loved it. And I thought that that would be a great way to see it from the other side. And, Mm. And I actually asked to volunteer the same week that the event was happening. And I was lucky enough that the person that took me into their team of volunteers was the person that was doing the finish line. And to me, to see all those heroes, because to me, they're all heroes from the first to the last, and even more mm. so that from like half of the finishers to the end, um, to see them all do that was like so inspiring and so motivating. But it was like, I just love it because it's seeing it from the other side. And then when I was finally able to be part of it, it was just like, wow, top of the pops. Mm. But I never miss it. I never miss it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Very intriguing. So, and I mean, like, I don't know how far I'm geographically challenged. I'm pretty open about it. Um, but I don't know how far from, you know, where the events held to where you live. Like, had you just, how would you come to see this Ironman? Like, obviously you've, you've, I can see how you've now become a volunteer, but you said even before that you loved it. Where, where were you introduced to this whole Ironman, um, you know, event? Um, well, uh, when I was an au pair in Vermont, and I know this was a long time ago, uh, on the 4th of July, we did a, a triathlon relay. I did it with two little children. And little did I, did I know that the seed was planted there. Then I heard about Ironman and marathons, and it was always like, whoa, you know, this is impossible. This is unreachable. This is just for gifted people. Mm-hmm. But um, I started running and then someone told me, why don't you try triathlon? I said, I can swim. I can ride a bike. Mm. I haven't ridden a bike since I was 10. And, um, but I tried and oh boy, oh boy. And then when I always wanted to do the Ironman, but I never dared, it was uh, insecurity, a lot of insecurity. And then I met a friend who gave me the, um, the push I needed made me believe that I could do it. So I started training towards it. I signed up for a 70.3 to see if I could finish. And I just took it from there. I really don't know where it came from, but it's always been there, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something magical about the whole 
there's this thing that is in, impossible in your mind. And mm-hmm. then as you slowly creep forward, the idea that maybe it's now possible, I think that switch from it's impossible to maybe it's possible is very empowering. Um, and for you to be now at the point where you're now looking back or, or speaking out to a whole host of other people that are probably now thinking impossible and yet you're doing three in you know, 11 months and you've got them continuing on and you're doing more and more and still as a mum of three and a, and a, and a, you know, an educator and everything else that you're doing in your life. Um, how amazing is that, that, that you're now the person that people are looking up to? I find that cool. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, I always, I never, people say, Oh, and you do this. Wow. And I'm like, well, you know, if I can do it, anyone can. And people say, no, that's not true. But I truly believe that if I've been able to do it and I can do it anyone can but it goes down to what we said before it's got to be something that you like so much it's got to be a priority and you have to want it some people have told me I want to do the same you do I said but do you like sport and they say no so well then what do you like because if you like crossword puzzles you should do crossword puzzles Mm -hmm. and if you like archery you should do archery but you should not do what I do because you want to you know be especially they say because I've, I've lost the weight and I've kept it off Um, But it's like you have to find what you like and you have to work towards that no matter what that is. And that's what's going to make you happy and fulfill your life. Mm, So it's probably about people uh, getting into their heart and actually maybe not necessarily what their mind says might be the right idea, actually sort of more digging into the heart, taking some time to do some soul searching and work out, well, actually, this is what I want, not what I think people think I should have, not where I think I should go, actually what my heart tells me is right for me. Exactly, exactly. Mm, Because if not, I mean, you're not going to be happy by doing something that you're not like 100% keen on. So why do it? I mean, I don't understand. Some people are, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, but I've been told a few times, I want to do what you do, but I hate sport. I said, well, then don't because you're going to die in the Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it's tricky too, I suppose. In a way, someone could try it, maybe try an event um, because, you know, like we tell our kids here, you know, in this family, we try new things and that ranges from everything from food, but to also activities. I mean, you know, I have always been a person that said I hated swimming. Um, You know, I try to try on once when I was you know maybe 12 and they had to give me a kickboard so I could swim go go the distance in a pool um you know and, and I just I've always said I just hate swimming hate swimming now swimming is probably one of my favorite events like I I love to swim I love to swim in the open water um and perhaps if I hadn't actually um, I mean it helped that I actually saw a coach and a coach taught me how to swim so instead of looking like a drowned rat um now I can actually <laughs> you know, look less like a drowned rat, Uh, but it feels more effortless in the water, which is nice. Um, so, you know, some people might be able to, they might not like sports or, or whatever, but they could try it. Um, if they then try it and it's like, no, I actually really don't like this thing. Yeah. Go and find something else. Cause there's a whole wide world out there of stuff to try. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But as I said, and yeah, trying, I always say, you're not sure about something, try it. I mean, the, the, the no is always there. You can go and try. And then if you think it's not for you, then don't do it. But That's if you good. like it, do it, but never do it because you want to do it because you want to be like that person and you don't like what you're doing because I, to me, it makes no sense. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times that, you know, you just keep going, you've got this drive and a purpose and and almost that it's just happening unconsciously for you. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
an Iron Man like them. I mean, maybe there's not, but you know, during harder times than an event for you, like, what is? Do you have harder times? And if you are, what are you sort of telling yourself in your mind to keep going? Well, um, there are always hard times. And for example, two weeks ago, I was doing a marathon, and from kilometer seventeen, I felt like a force pushing me back, and I had to push forward for the rest of the marathon. But it's like I have this thing about uh, we start here, the finish line is there. We don't stop until we cross the arch unless, you know, there is a physical problem. So I just keep going. I just tell myself, you know, just keep swimming, keep going. No one gives up here. If I quit, I mean, that's the easy way out. I'm not quitting uh, if I'm physically okay. Obviously, if you're injured Mm -hmm. or if you're not feeling well, it's something different. But it's like, you know, keep going. The time doesn't matter. Just you know, go until the finish line and that's it. But there are always hard times. Like at Ironman one and three, I suffered from terrible uh, gastric issues, very bad mm. in the marathon. But I said, well, what to do? The finish line is on the other side. I got to keep going until I get there. Mm-hmm. See, that's interesting. I, I like that. Keep just keep swimming. Um, yeah. I'm <laughs> guessing that's a Dory reference because it sounds oh, like yeah. uh, something that I hear the kids here um, hearing yep. on their little um, kids shows. Um, but but that but that's intriguing. And and do you find then that your my wife said something to my daughter. My daughter's just done a cross country yesterday, and she did quite well. And you know this this transformation that we're in, we can see is affecting the kids in their lives as well. And we're more active, they're more active. That's having some benefits for them. But she said to her that you know you got to understand that the the mind um, will will potentially um, say that it's time to give up prior to the body and that might be coming from signals from the body saying hey i can't take anymore but if you can harness your mind you'll be surprised at just how far the body will will actually go and that sounds like what happens for you in a race yeah no no it's amazing really the body will always give up uh but you can you can do anything you want really i mean you don't have to listen to the mind you don't listen to the body you just keep going obviously with um, making Mm. common sense if you see that you know there's a problem obviously and you see that your health is at risk then it's time to stop but Mm -hmm. um no it's really you don't um you just don't stop there's no quitting there's no you know what they say uh pain is temporary pride is forever and Mm -hmm. um it is true you don't know how far you can go until you go and if you stop I mean, that's, that door is always open. You don't take the easy way out. You keep going. And if you really have to stop, your body will tell you it's time to stop. I like it. I like it. And so people sitting at home or considering getting into endurance activities, um, what, are, what are your three tips for them? Um, my first and foremost tip would be do it for you and no one else but you because if you want to do it because of your husband your boyfriend your son your daughter your mom that's going nowhere because it's you who has to want it never ever ever give up no matter what never never because you if you give up there's a 100% chance that you're not going to make it uh, whereas if you don't give up there is no chance that you're going to make it but you have more possibilities than if you give up and um, that obstacles are on our way to see how bad we really want it so just um, embrace them love them and just jump them whichever way you can I like it I like it I like it a lot 
And a lot of um, pearls of wisdom throughout um, this catch-up, Jack. It's been it's been awesome chatting with you. Um, if people wanted to follow along and catch you on your journey, what you know, did you have some social media handles that you could share, or or how can people follow follow you on your journey? Um, I've got a Facebook account which is just under my name, Jackie Camus Vivo, and then uh, on Instagram, I'm Aaron Will Jackie, and um, that is it. I don't do any other social media. Iron Will Jackie, oh, I like yeah. that. Um, and and so, look, any anything else that you wanted to sort of share or, or a message you wanted to leave the listeners with? Uh, no, I just want to say just uh, never, ever give up. Anything is possible. If you want something, just fight for it because uh, it's going to happen. If you really, really want it, go after it. Don't let anything get in your way ever because... It's just, you know, we only get one chance at life that we know of. And it is so worth it to fight for your dreams, for what you believe in and for what you want. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jackie, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, Thanks for, I'm sure we'll catch up again in the future. Yeah. Thank you for taking me on. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. No No worries at all.